And now, the starting lineup for your daily dribble. He goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week. Go ahead and give it up for Liam Hancock. He's got a 98% laugh rate. Easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's Roe Hancock. And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Zamet. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. I'm here recording on Saturday, the 24th of October, joined by none other. You don't like being given the day? caught me soft, guys. I'm joined here by Mr. Liam Hancock. What's going on, guys? It's Lee here. And Mr. Roy Hancock. Yeah, hey, guys. How are we? Good. How are you, fellas? You well? Traveling coming well? in hot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're coming in hot. So, first, first drinking episode for a little while. It's, yeah. Um, it's a nice feeling. Brings yeah. back nostalgic memories. So on what, that note, just go check out our YouTube because that's where we drank. Yeah, yeah. so what, what we've done, guys, we've just, um, we mentioned last week and we've been speaking about, we had a B-Ride, a good night um, punishment where we predicted our finals winner. Uh, Ro and I unfortunately lost. Therefore, before today's episode, just before recording, it'll be on our YouTube in a couple of days, but we are... Uh, we had a bit of a skull-off, and it was... Mm. How'd that go, Nick? It was not your conventional skull-off. We cracked open the uh, Mercury there, just released a crushed passion fruit cider. The 2.4 standard drinks in each can. They pack a punch. Um, so we had a bit of a skull-off, Ro and I. Uh, yeah, I backed myself in, but uh, I'm, I've realised I'm no good at sculling, and mm. Ro took a pretty pretty comfortable win there. You guys will want to watch this video because this was... I, I think it's safe to say it was the worst skull I've ever seen from Nick. It was... Or Bang anyone average. in general. I mean, I wasn't much better. But um, but you're better than me. <laughs> you're better than me, which is something. <laughs> so, um, nevertheless, so we're, we're here on in Australia, grand final day, AFL yeah. grand final day. So we're having a couple of drinks. Um, by the end of the episode, the quality will probably deteriorate somewhat. But right. nevertheless, we will push on. Uh, on today's show, we've got a big episode in store. We're going to recap um, some of the news that's occurred throughout the week, including some coaching appointments. Then we're just gonna di- we're gonna dive straight into it. we're gonna have a little two week series here where we're gonna recap and grade uh, all the teams from the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference um, to kind of give a couple of it'll kind of be somewhat of a speed round a couple of quick points about mm. their season and give them a grading A B C D explain it more when we get into it but yeah, uh, yeah it should be fun and be a bit of a point for debate for debate yep. Perfect. Bit of a stutter. <laughs> yeah, stutter. This is going to be good, this one. Uh, before we get into it, though, guys, thank you very much for the continued support on all of our social media. <laughs> Come on, you're on fire, bud. On fire. I like it. On fire. Um, on all of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok, all of which are going to be you know, constantly um, posting new content. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of exciting stuff. The season might be over, but you know, the show rolls on as well as continuing to drop the five-star rating reviews into Apple Podcasts and hitting that subscribe button wherever you listen to the podcast. Yeah. Also got quite a few new listeners. We've, uh, mm. We're expanding into quite a few countries here. So yeah, Where are we at? Majority US. Yeah, majority Australian, 
US, Canada. Oh. I think we've expanded into like 26 countries. 26. Yeah. Um, How many countries? Are there like 52? No, I'm thinking like states in America. <laughs> yeah, there's 50 states in America. Where's the most unique country we've got listeners from? I think it's Zambia. Zambia? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out or to Israel? that uh, Depends nah, on what Zambia. you constitute I didn't even know Zambia had electronics. Gee, oh, come on, man. Sorry to come the one Zambian listener. Um, but what we're going to do, guys, as we mentioned on last week's show, we're going to have a mailbag episode in a fortnight's time. Uh, so we want, yeah, so you can send in all your questions, basketball, non-basketball related, but, you know, I we'd love the Zamb- shut up, I thought, man. I thought the Zambians were the one who made the YouTube videos about making houses out of oh, sticks and mud. Christ, can you shut and they, up And they're it? listening to our podcast. I tell you what, when we look at our insights next week, we won't have that Zambian. No, listen. they'll be gone. <laughs> no, um, they'll love it. The point being, like, we'd love to hear from as many of our international listeners as possible, mm. send in all your questions. Uh, we'll talk about that more next week and... Yeah. Yeah, put up some posts for you guys to send in your questions. Anyway, enough of the, you know, housekeeping hoorah business. Let's get into some... We're going to do this odds and ends pretty rapid yeah. so we can get on to our grading. Yeah. First things first, Stan. Stan Van Gundy has agreed to a multi-year deal to mm-hmm. become the next head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, four years, I believe, he signed the contract for. Yeah. So, yeah, I think a pretty good appointment there in New Orleans. Uh, I think he'll bring... The best out in the young talent they mm. have in Zion, B.I., Lonzo. Um, sure, if he's still there. Not so young, but we'll we'll give you that. I mean, they'll... But still, yes. <laughs> you, you think he's just going to discard him because he's not as young no, as the others? No, that's not what I was saying. But I, th- I think he will go, though. I think he... Yeah, I don't think he'll stay. No, but, um, yeah, I think mm. a good appointment there. Yep. We'll um, rip through them today. Let's yep, go, lads. Yep. Um, Amari Stoudemire is going to be reuniting with Steve Nash, um, joining the Nets as an assistant coach. Um, me personally, when I heard this appointment, I was wondering what Amari had actually been doing for the last few years because I f- feel like he almost fell off the face of the earth and <laughs> all of a sudden he's popped back into the picture. But um, did, you, did you have any kind of... I guess news about his whereabouts yeah, last recent bit role. Or? Not really. Look, my research only goes so far, um, so <laughs> yes, I haven't fair. really looked into what he was doing. I think he may have been playing overseas for a little yeah. while, to be honest with you, maybe in the Turkish league. But um, yeah, interesting to see how that goes. So you never really struck me as the type who would go into coaching. It'll be exciting seeing how these kind of new, I guess, unknown quantities of coaches in Nash and Stoudemire will actually perform mm. um, with a squad that's. Kind of, as kind of covers everything. They've got super established stars in Kyrie yeah. and KD. You've got your young stars in Allen, um, and yep. you're kind of middle of the order in Levert, Dimwitty. Um, mm. It'll be interesting to see how they go managing all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of pieces to juggle. Uh, in other head coach news, the Indiana Pacers have hired former Raptors assistant coach Nate uh, Nate Bjorgen mm. Bjorgren Bjorg again um, Bjorgen. Um, but nevertheless, he has spent he spent the last two years in Toronto. Before that, uh, he was coaching in the G League. Uh, he's known for his player development, and will certainly, I reckon, bring out the best in this Pacers team. Who are they're really at a funny point in time as well because they're mm. kind of on the edge of being a contender. Yet um, they've got pieces like Oladipo, who could be on the move. Um, whether they continue with that two big lineup of Sabonis and Turner, uh, they're in a funny spot. But it'll be interesting to see how this uh, Nate goes. Mm. On the um, Pacers front, I'll just say I heard that um, Vo wants a max deal in free agency. I love how you, give, you go everyone by their initials. I love it. Vo, that's V-O. his nickname. It's a very lead thing to do. Victor Oladipo for people who aren't aware. <laughs> so sorry, Lee. Can you repeat that? I uh, I think he wants a max contract yeah. in free agency. Is he worth it? 
Yep. Is he? Uh, a max contract. Think of the players who are on a max contract. Max deal. At the moment. Max, That's yeah. a lot of money for a guy coming off a serious injury. Yeah, that's the only. No, he's not worth it at the moment, is he? He he hasn't he hasn't proven himself to um, warrant a max contract at the moment. Normally, max contracts go to players who can lead a team, don't they? Yeah, if you yeah. like, as Oladipo is your main star on a team, do you think he can carry you to a championship? No, um, no, I, I not don't. by himself. No, no. Nevertheless, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I know mm. um, suitors like Miami are kind of circling around, potentially Dallas. Uh, there's certainly a bit of interest in him, and it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Yep, for sure. Uh, last piece from me. Do you guys have anything else? No. Uh, I don't think so. No. Okay, well, I'll wrap us up on this note. Uh, the NBA is hoping to return December 22nd, uh, possibly looking at a shorter season, a 72-game season that would finish before the Olympics in Tokyo next year. How do we feel about that? Yeah, look, it's probably, as we were mentioning before in our um, little interview, it's probably the right time for it to to come back. Um, It sort of works around all the other other events that are on at the same time. Um, But also, as I was saying before, um, it's much earlier than I thought it would be. I thought it could have potentially blown out to mid-January, even early February. Yeah, 100%. But, um, no, I'm happy that it's going to be... Well, at this stage, it looks like it might be back late December. There, there's yeah. a lot of upsides and a lot of downsides to it, to be honest. On the upsides, we see some bowl sooner, so we're not waiting as long. And it, the timing is right with the Olympics and the uh, the football over there. But on the downside, there'll be no fans. And also on the downside, it's a 72 um, game season. So. Mm. Uh, just quickly, Ro, you made a point. Sorry, I forgot to mention it. Uh, just before we came on the air, before we did our... Drinking punishment. We, I guess you could say, guest appeared mm. on a on a podcast. Our friend, uh, our friend Thomas from TV on Basketball. Go follow him on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, Very good he, bloke. Yeah, top guy. We um, top bloke. Yeah, guest. I guest appeared on his podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really enjoyed you know having a chat uh, from Canada. So he's put in a hell of a shift. We spoke to him. It was eleven thirty over there on a Friday night when we started mm. recording. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed our chat. So yep. that, check him uh, out. Um, our podcast is going up next Friday. Uh, next or Friday, his on Friday after. Yeah, his yeah. podcast. So uh, be sure check to check out. that out. Say the name again. TV on basketball. We'll absolutely be uh, plugging that a heap when it comes out. But yeah, thoroughly enjoyed that. So Legend. Again, if you're listening, thank you for having us on, Thomas. Really appreciate it, mate. Mm. Um, should we crack on, fellas? Yeah, I'm keen go. to do this grading. I I feel like there could be. Um, you bit know, of debate. A bit of debate here. So what we've done, we're going to kind of go through each team in the Eastern Conference, spend just, just a couple of minutes on each, um, give a grading, and, you know, talk about a couple of notable points in this season. Uh, I guess the grading, so C, like at school, it's is a, a, it's a pass. Um, you know, B is good, A is excellent. Yeah. Um, and there's pluses about, and minuses. Absolutely. Um, but let's, D and F. I yeah. didn't use E, but I used D and F, F, but not E. Perfect. Jeez, I used a few Fs. Did, yeah, yeah, well, uh, I've got mine. We'll do it in alphabetical order. Yeah, okay. I was going to say we won't go from the standings because no. that would be boring. Okay. Absolutely. So let's start with, oh. uh, just quickly before we start, we'd love to hear um, everyone, all of our listeners, what you thought your grading to mm. all these teams. So make sure to hit us up, uh, especially on our Instagram, The Daily Dribble 23, Facebook, The Daily Dribble. Um, we'll put a few things up during the week. We'd love to hear what you thought of the episode and our gradings and what you think. Yeah. Atlanta. Okay. Well, Lee, kick us off. What was your grading? I had them at a D 
as a, at a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Do, do we, yeah, you say yours and then we'll say Discuss our reasoning. Yeah. Probably for you. This is one of my Fs. Oh, can't wait okay. now. And I'll explain further just, in just a moment. Just a straight F? Just a straight F. Not, no minus, no plus. Okay, I, I had a D minus. Okay. okay. So, I guess what I had here, um, John Collins, that early 25-game yeah. suspension, put them into an early spiral. Um, it, you know, it certainly wasn't of any benefit. Mm, mm. I think they're rookies in Hunter and Reddish. You know, didn't they do didn't, a heap. Didn't set the world on fire, did they? No. Um, I think getting Capella was a good piece of business and having a, mm. like a capable centre will help them. Yeah. And the fact that Trey took another step is great, but mm. I think his stats are inflated based on, you know, Atlanta's situation. So, yeah. yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to be positive about. Well, the reason I gave them a D was because I'd still tune in and watch a couple of their games because Trey Young would would set the world on fire when he played. He's my favourite player, uh, one of my favourite players in the league. Um, mm-hmm. So they're a D for me. Was there like, anything positive you saw? Um, well, Trey Young's improving, mm-hmm. and like you said, Clint Clint Capella's um, arrived over there. But other than that, God, Ma- you could you could say um, Kevin Herder is yeah. is improving, yeah. but not yeah. much. There were very li- and, and F. And F. That's just that's just hard. A complete and utter fail. Go yep. home um, at this point. But, um, as Lee was saying before, Trey Young's probably one of the only positives to come out of this season. You look at every other aspect of their season, then it's just completely underwhelming. I think, particularly in Trey's second season, even though he's not necessarily to blame for the for their poor record, yeah. um, we definitely thought that they'd take a few steps um, further than they did. They were going to be in the playoffs. To I did. They I had. They oh, had. I think I predicted them in the playoffs. They had 20, 20 wins overall. Yeah, twenty mm. wins. When they like second worst in the East, well, second he, worst in the East, which you speaks know, speaks it, numbers. It reflects of what we saw throughout the throughout the season. As Lee said, Trey Young put on a few really good performances, but one man's not going to get it done, unfortunately. No. Quick question before we move on. If you were pre- like this time in twelve months when next season's finished, if you were predict to predict their grading, just at a stab in the dark, what mm-hmm. would you say in the next few seasons? No, like next, next season, one. at uh, the end of next season, I'd I'd hope to push them up to just a flat level C. A C. I reckon a C minus. I reckon they'll probably just miss out on the playoffs and yep. therefore not pass. Yeah. Likewise, I think I had them a D minus. I think it's C minus. I feel they'll be in that nine to ten range. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go, mm. actually seeing Capella for a full season with Trey. Uh, it'll be interesting. Interesting time to be a Hawks fan. Can I just say, has anything happened? Um, it might have. Maybe I'm just forgetting, but head coach Lloyd Pierce, is he still there? Lloyd's still one of the ones floating around. He's still there. I tell, you, I, I tell you what, it's been a battle keeping up with all these head coaching changes yeah. and things like that because it's just been a chaotic um, month or two. But yeah, Lloyd, one of the ones Lloyd Pierce saved. is still in the uh, in the. Top job, you could say. Yeah, yeah. cool. All right, Beantown Boys, Roy, Boston. <laughs> what have you got them at? Beantown Boys, I've got them at a B plus for Beantown. B plus, Lee? A minus. Oh, my God, I've got them at a B minus. Okay. Come on. Okay. okay. So, maybe, maybe for the most controversial um, grading, you go first, Nick. Okay, so for me, I thought Walker was a great addition and mm. certainly for over Irving a lot better for Morrell. Um, Tatum, especially after the All-Star break and... You know, the second half of the season looked like a top ten player, really phenomenal and kind of mm. asserted himself. I know we spoke about Jalen Brown and Tatum, who was the top dog. Mm. Tatum asserted himself. Uh, the fact that they, you know, as good as Tice was, the fact that they mm. continued on with him for a team that should have been contending 
that was their centre, I thought, let them down. And especially we saw, um, you know, against the Heat, yeah, really struggled. Yep. And the fact that the, the big downgrade for me for them, taking everything into account, the fact that the Bucks were gone, the biggest mm-hmm. threat in the East, the fact they didn't even make the finals was... Um, you sound know. like it's an easy feat. Well, they didn't even make the finals. No, but the fact that the biggest competition was gone and where they're yeah. poised, they've now these from. players have experience, even though they're younger. Yeah. Um, I think they were in prime position to really, you know, take it by the horns, and yeah. therefore, I think their season, based on that fact, it's still a positive. B minus yeah. is a positive, but yeah. for me. Not quite. Would have been happy. Say? Would have been happy with that grading in school for sure. But, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I said. Where were you guys? Probably in school? honestly a flat B minus. Oh, just, just like depends what classes I just, turned up to. Yeah. Just oh, above average. Were you a wagger, right? Not a wagger, I but a I was a bit boy. of a selective chooser. Yeah, good. Um, All right. A rogue. Yeah. So I had B plus. Um, so we lost Kyrie over the off season and added Kemba, which I reckon in the majority of Celtics fans' opinions was a was a massive positive. Kyrie um, is it I think he's just a cancer on, <laughs> on whatever team he's on, whereas Kemba just adds to the team chemistry and he's such a selfless player. Yeah. So we're happy with that. Um yeah, Lost Horford too. Lost Horford, but in saying that, that's probably not a not a big deal considering Wasn't a detriment. considering in his season in Philly. But I think the Celtics were probably about where most people thought they would be come the end of the season. Yeah. Um Look, yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Nick, in saying that, um, you know, the Bucks were out of the way and to come up against a fifth-seeded Heat, um, you would have thought that that might have been their chance to go to the finals. Definitely. But in saying that, the Heat, they in the playoffs, they were a completely different animal to the team that they were throughout the regular season. They weren't that fifth fifth seed. Um, Save some more in the ep- uh, later uh, in the episode, big dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was happy with um, I was really happy with Jason Tatum and yep. Jalen Brown taking the next step in their development. They mm-hmm. had to improve for the Celtics to go far in the playoffs, which they did in the end, making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. But also, as you were saying, they need a quality big man. Yeah. And um, until they get that big man, they're probably I wouldn't have thought that they would get to the finals. Beautifully, you had them A minus. A minus. Maybe our grading system is just different because I agree with most of the things Ro just said, but like the emergence of not only Jason Tatum but also Brown and even I'd put Marcus Smart in there. He's up there with one Mm. of the better and best defenders in the game. All defense first team. Yeah, he was. And then you put Haywood and Kemba in the mix and you're watching one of the most selfless, Mm. one of the most team-oriented teams in the league but they because of that should they have been better should they have made the finals they, like you said they're young and they're still um getting their grass and uh adapting to how to play in the finals so i'd say like next year they're obviously gonna have better odds can i and i'm not i'm not disputing anything you're saying nick but no, um, if, if, if they made that next step to the finals yep. what would have your grading gone from a b minus to been a, miami yes and gone um, to the finals not necessarily made, won the finals, but made the, made the finals. Between a B plus and an A minus. Yep. Um, okay. Great that they made it, but I think the fact they, you know, they made that position without a good centre. Had they had mm. a, you know, a better competent centre, I think was probably a big point for me. Yeah. Just yep. especially seeing the way Tice kind of folded and just got ran off the court by Bam. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, like, we saw Williams had to play more minutes for the fact that Tice was just getting burnt. Mm. Um 
So that was a sticking point for me, but yeah. it's still, nevertheless, a great season for them, but yep, we'll see sure. what unfolds next P-. season. P-minus, that's just a bit too low. Shut up for a bit, man. <laughs> Let's move ahead to Brooklyn. Brooklyn Nets. So for myself, I gave them a straight C. I gave them a C plus. And I yeah. gave them a C plus. Yeah, brilliant. Tell me why. Um, Me? Yeah, you go ahead, man. Well, I think it's safe to say we all thought that they'd be pretty lackluster. We knew KD was sitting out for the whole season, but I think Kyrie played maybe 20 games. Yep. But in the end, they had a lot of, I'd say they had a lot of all right pieces, which seemed to fit together. They had, you know, Levert, Dinwiddie, Alan Harris, who else they have? Um, Latoub. How do you say his name? Timothy Labute. Yeah, he was good towards the end of the season, but I just think... Their play was just above average. They made the playoffs. They yep. they didn't have a great run in the playoffs, but um, credit to them. Fair. To me, it was a silver lining season. Yep. I thought that they had to take some positives away with KD and Kyrie both out. I know Kyrie played, what, 20-odd games? Yep. He didn't play many games at all, and KD played none. But they had players like Harris Levert, and as the as Lee was saying before, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, who stepped up in their place. Yep. And it sort of showed me that going forward, it won't just be KD and Kyrie who are mm. going to be taking this team to, to you know, deep playoff runs. It's going to be that core who we saw perform this year. So I think there's definitely positive signs to take out of it. The fact that they've made the playoffs without their two, I guess, superstars for the majority of the season has to be a pass in my mind. Yeah, for me, so it was always kind of kind of going to be a somewhat of a gap year with the fact that KD was out. Mm. Uh, once Kyrie went down, that was kind of... Um, you know, carved in stone. Yeah. The fact they went five and three in the the bubble, the bubble with Jock Vaughan, I thought he did a great job of bringing out the best in players, as we said, like Lewu Cabarro, um, Levert. They got bounced by the Raptors in four. No shame in that. They got blew out a couple of times. They looked somewhat competitive at points. Yeah. I think Karis Levert took another step, which is huge for them to have another option. But I guess for him, the step up also made. Brooklyn, I guess, have more pieces to trade yeah, yeah. Uh, to make them a real threat. I think now they could, you know, form a package, whether it's with Allen, Dimwitty, Levert, mm. and really land themselves like a knockout third star. Well, is that where you think they go? Well, then again, I was just about to say the fact we spoke about last week, you know, we spoke about, I think, Miami. I said mm-hmm. Wade, Bosch, and LeBron. Like, if you have a third star, someone's going to miss out. Mm-hmm. So I think at this point they kind of stay where they're at. They Agreed. see where they're at with Kyrie and KD. Yeah. Um, you know, so a C for me, the fact they made the playoffs a pass. Yeah. Um, It'll so, be a bit of a shame because yeah. obviously Levert has bowled out this year. And obviously with KD and Kyrie back next year, he's not going to be that main That's player. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see him as that main player. 100%. In saying that, and in saying that, I'd like to see Brooklyn succeed. And um, with uh, Levert on the team, I think they will. Very good. Let's move ahead to Charlotte. Where did you have them, Lee? Oh, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. Oh, F plus. F plus. I had them at a D plus. I had them at a D plus as well, mm. Ro. Lee, can you tell me what an F plus? Why was okay. that? The, honestly, for me, the only th- good thing they have going for them is Devontae. And p- past that, they're a pretty boring team to watch, in my opinion. I did a mm. little bit of research and found out that the worst field goal percentage in the league yep. yeah. at 43.4%. Um, they just had nothing going for them apart from D. Gray. Um, it feels like they're not like building towards anything either. 100%. And that was yeah. one of the points I had, Lee, the fact. Um, they just they don't feel like anywhere near being a playoff team, no. yet they're not 
in that rebuilding phase. No. The fact they have the number three pick helps. Mm. But like for me, um, Terry Rozier was the man to replace Kemba. Mm. Um, oh. No easy feat, but he was obviously a considerable downgrade. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Devontae Graham, as you said, shining light. They had a better win percentage than I thought they would. I thought yeah. they were going to struggle with an 82-game season to get 20 wins. They mm. finished with 23 wins, 42 losses, so 35.5%. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they just, they just, there's nothing exciting. Like I refer to Orlando, there's nothing exciting about them. It's mm. the same can be said for um, Charlotte. Yeah. Like you've got PJ Washington, who's, yeah, good. He's got mm. potential, likewise with Devontae Graham, but they just don't feel like they're in, they're in no man's land. You've got yeah. up to eight games a day in the NBA. And why would you pick to watch the Charlotte Hornets? The fact that I hate, I refer a lot on my shit list to Tobias Harris, <laughs> um, yeah. the way he plays in his contract. Another one is Nicholas Batum. Yeah. What's he's he on doing? Yeah, what's, 25, he, what's he on? 25 and a half million. Oh he, he, his season stats, he had 3.6 points, oh. four and a half rebounds, three assists. How's now, he on that? Likewise, that's criminal in itself. That makes me and sick. And it really, really restricts what you can do as a team when you've got mm. a guy on that much money How doing many nothing. years is it? How many years is a contract? Uh, I, if I... You, I'd tell you. Is it like multi? Like, like it's not I one. I think he's got another two time. years. Oh, that's the, ridiculous. The crazy, that, don't hold me to that. The crazy thing in, is with Nick Batum is you think back to when he was playing for the Portland Trailblazers and he was a nightly triple double threat. Yeah. He wouldn't have been earning anywhere near as much nope. as he is now. And he's, you forget he's playing in the NBA sometimes. You do. He's just so ordinary. That's, that's money you pay to a star. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for you, yeah, right, your right. reasoning for. D plus. D plus. Because D was the only plus. Devontae Graham yeah. was the only plus. <laughs> Good. Wow. That's horrible. Uh, no, um, pretty much echoing what you guys are saying. They've they've got no direction at the moment there. Yeah. I guess Devontae Graham can only do so much. The shining light was him, and he, he averaged 18 points this season um, in comparison to four points last season, which was a massive upgrade. Um, but he but started well. He dipped off a bit, he though, did didn't he? He did dip off. He went cold. Um, but... You sort of expect that of a player who is doing it all by himself and, you know, again, he's only in his second season. Um, they lost Kemba Walker over the off-season, which automatically puts them on the back foot. Um, Terry Rozier, he's not the, not the kind of guy you want to rely on on a nightly basis. He's such a hit-and-miss player and, as we saw this season, one game he might put up 25-odd points and the next game he might put up four points and it's just not enough to give you... Yeah. Uh, you know, regular wins. So. You're in trouble if that guy's leading your team, aren't you? In fairness, I thought they'd have less wins than they had this season, That's as you said. Likewise, D plus. So yeah. it's you know, it's not a pass, but the yeah. fact they probably exceeded my expectations. Yep. Uh, yeah. Got them there. Yep, for sure. Now I gave them an F plus, which I think is warranted. You said the exact same things as me, if not worse, and you've given them a D plus. What what makes you rate them? In my opinion, so highly. Uh so the fact they. They surpassed my expectations. Okay, yeah. um, the fact, you know, I liked what Devontae did, elevated mm. his game. I think PJ Washington has potential. Yeah. Um, it wasn't enough to totally condemn them to a fail because initially my bar wasn't that high for them. Yeah, okay. So... I guess it comes down to how high still your fail. bar is. Though. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So okay. it's still a fail, but it's Just, not a complete yeah. catastrophe. Good Unlike one. the next team. Oh, we got... The Chicago Bulls. <laughs> oh, All right. my, uh, my first F... Uh, my first F, F, F <laughs> plus for the Chicago Bulls. F so plus. I wasn't so kind. I just gave them a flat F. Well, I truly thought they were going to be playoff contenders. I'm not sure why. I mm. thought... Uh, I didn't get to give my rating. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. I was going straight into it. So I, you're, I gave them a D minus. D minus and F. F for you, Ron, and F plus for me. Uh, disaster. Yeah. Mm. 
Jim Boylan is not fit to be a head coach. Fitch. He's not fitch either. He's What's that? Yeah, Harry. He's not fetch. And what's the Harry Potter guy? That's what going to my mind. Oh, Finch. Filch. Filch. Filch, come on. Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> with his cat and his one eye. So, one eye? He's got two eyes. Does he? That's <laughs> moody, man. Oh. You go back and rewatch him. Should have one eye. Bloody old coot. Um, <laughs> this is where the podcast yeah, goes down. Pull it together. Um, Boylan, not fit to be a head coach. And just seeing him and Zach Levine's relationship... They're incompatible together. Yeah. Uh, Laurie Markinen, who a player who I was super high on before the start of the year, mm. showing real potential. He took a huge step backwards. Uh, I'm not sure whether that's based on the fact he's in Chicago, the way they're playing, or if it's just him regressing. Mm. Uh, Otto Porter, on 27 million, he played 14 games. That's a pretty stiff pill to swallow. Mm. I had no uh, idea he was on 27 million. Yeah. That is. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I did some deep diving on these oh, um, salary cap tables. And looking at that, I was appalled. Yeah, um, yeah. I think he's a handy player. He's great with Washington, but he's not a $27 million player. No. And is he, in a con- is he in a multi-year contract? He is. Okay, oh. what is the year? Okay, um, I didn't write it. <laughs> I wish you knew because... Like, did they- you, what did you get in terms of notes for me, Buster? Well, do you want- Just quickly, one last point. Uh, yeah. The reason I gave them an F plus as opposed to an F was Kobe White. Yeah, uh, the purple That's patch fair. he had off the bench. I think he'll probably be starting next year. Uh, yeah, um, yes, I think, uh, and uh, I'm not sure if it constitutes as part of this season, but I think getting Billy Donovan. Yeah, I didn't count it as part of my rating because I probably would have pushed him up to a D minus. But yeah. getting Billy Donovan, I yeah. think, was a great piece of business um, for a team that's pretty shrewd in not paying coaches. Yeah. I think shelling out and getting Donovan was a good piece of business. Yeah, do you want me to go then? Let it rip. Well, right out the gates, their season went south. I think they started with six wins, 14 losses. With uh, Do you remember when they had, like, two lots of six consecutive losses? Do you remember that? Because I remember talking I do, about yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Zach Levine wanted out early. It was all going downhill. But the reason I gave him a D- minus because it didn't turn abruptly. Like, it didn't go straight up, but they kind of leveled out and they weren't going too bad, I'd say, halfway through the season. Like, Zach Levine had a yeah. change of mind. He wanted to stay. And then, um, like you said, Kobe White was probably the he was probably the big bright spot um, for the Bulls. He's a, he's a young gun. And then, like you said, I did um, add that uh, they picked up Billy Donovan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think I think it's a it's up from here. Good. But, um, yeah, D-minus for the Bulls. Mm. I didn't factor in the changes that they've made after the season, but, you know, it was just an o- overall horrendous season for the Chicago Bulls. As you were saying before, Nick, they probably should have been contending for a playoff spot, um, but as it turned out, they were nowhere near it. Yeah. Um, Zach Levine sort of did as much as he could on the offensive end. He averaged 25 points um, in saying that, like, he was, he was another player who was – quite hit and miss to be honest just quickly do you guys remember the game they had early in the season i think about 16 games in against charlotte uh they were down by i think five with about oh, yeah, 14 yeah. seconds to go i think levine hit a yeah. three brought it back to two they forced a turnover right yeah. under their hoop um yeah. got the ball I th- was it it was levine and he and didn't levine, even he didn't even go for the he hit two. 12 or th- uh, 13 threes i think in yeah. that game yeah. he was nuts that was when I was like kind of recapping, doing my notes, I was like, "Oh shit, that mm. was a hell of a game." Like anyone in the right mind would have just 
probably tried to look for a good shot. He was like, stuff this, I'm down by two, I'm not going to OT, I'm bouncing to the three-point line. He put it up and sunk it. That was a hell of a game, I cut you off there, Rogan. No, that's okay. It just triggered me like No, that was a good one. Hell of a game. It's strange to talk about, though, a 25-point player being a hit-and-miss player, but when you look back on it, he probably was that. Uh, I don't agree. But at the same time, he was putting up so many shots, so he's probably bound to miss, you know, a few of them. He he needed the help. as we were saying before, the only thing that doesn't, um, I guess, I could have put them at a bloody Z if I if I really wanted <laughs> they to. That but bad. no, they they should have been making the playoffs when you look at the competition in the East. And yep. Kobe Wyatt was a guy who had a bit of a purple patch before the um, NBA hiatus, um, so he sort of kept it at, at a straight flat F. F is literally the lowest score you can give them. No, I could have given them Horrible season. Let's move on, fellas. Okay, so next team. Uh, We won't spend too long on these guys because it was a pretty abysmal season. Uh, The Cleveland Cavaliers, I gave an F+. (laughs) That's generous. I gave them an F. Yeah, I gave them an F also. Uh, Okay, so for myself, it was a horrible year and they're really, again, caught between competing and rebuilding and not really doing it either. Mm -hmm. Um. John Beeline resigning, I think, you know, it was a win to an extent. The fact he lost the locker room hurt them. I think getting JB Bickerstaff was a plus, but he really needs to find a direction for this team. Yeah. Sexton and Garland, you know, young players were solid but not outstanding. They don't look like franchise cornerstones. Yeah. I think for Love, Kevin Love, it's time to trade him while he's still got some value. Yeah. Um, And you'd give our man Delhi some more time. Yeah, come on. Oh, don't get me started. And Drummond, that's a huge contract for him as well. And you've just said what's in my notes. One, they're not going in any direction. Two, Colin Sexton and Garland are nice young players, but they're not the saving grace of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And number three, Kev Loves needs out because he can't stay there. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I echo everything that you said, particularly the bit where you said, Give Delhi more minutes. If you come in, if you come in last in the East and you're not giving yeah. a guy like Matthew Delavadova any minutes, you're in all sorts of trouble. You need him as an older player. Whether he's he's not an MVP guy, like he's not that level. No. But the fact he's older, he's been a championship player. He's had experience being mm. at the top mm. of the mountain. I think he, he would be, you know, a suitable kind of mentor for players like Sexton and yeah. Garland, just yeah. kind of navigating their way through the league. so He'd be suitable for the Tasmanian jack jumpers, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Very ambitious. We need to get <laughs> um, Simon Brookhouse, the uh, CEO, he'd on be, board on the podcast. He'd be his ear. LeBron caliber if he was down. <laughs> he would be <laughs> something yeah, else. 40 points again. The MJ. We won't spend too much time on, on the Cavs, though. We'll Next move one. ahead to another team that probably didn't perform to expectations, the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where did you guys have them? D-minus. D-minus. A D plus. So okay. why was that, Ro? Uh, yeah. I was looking at it later, yeah, but I said, Ro, I thought I'd change it. I'll swap to you, Ro. Ro shut his notes and everything. <laughs> I was ready to move on. No, um, mate. No, Detroit, they're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, they've got their best player this season was Derek Rose coming on in that six-man role, and at the moment he looks like he might be on the way out. Yep. Um, after that, you've got maybe Christian Wood, who looked promising at times. Yep. Um, Losing Andre Drummond is the is the other obvious one. Um, as a, as a negative, as a negative, um, you reckon? I reckon it. I gave uh, him a plus for that. The fact, um, getting off his salary, I think twenty seven yeah. yeah. million or don't quote me on that around that mark, and giving Wood, I think a player who's got great promise, 
the kind of room to expand and grow his game. Yeah. I think that's a win for them. I agree that he's got a massive salary, but who in their right mind is going to come over to Detroit to be paid that massive salary that he was on before? He's a he's probably the best rebounder in the game, if not what, top yep. five rebounder in the game. I just don't see... Like, you can get rid of him and you can get rid of his salary. That's fine. He was on a massive salary. But at the end of the day, you probably need someone to replace him. And who's going to come to Detroit? Uh, it's not Wood in the centre row? No. Oh, well, Christian... You, you don't like him. I like I mean, Christian Wood. I like him, but he's not replacing Andre Drummond in the no, centre row. he's not replacing him in terms of output per night. Yep. He's replacing him in the position. Um, but, yeah, I just... I don't see much upside for the Detroit Pistons at the moment, hence why I gave them a D minus. And I'll I'll go. Yeah, um, they had no. It seems to be a recurring thing of these low rated teams. They have no obvious path. Um, the thing with the Pistons, they don't have any player to build around really. Um, but the reason I rated them a D minus, which and not maybe an F plus, is because um, while D Rose may be out the door, he might be going. He, there was kind of a re- resurgence with him, wasn't yep. there? Mm. Um, but yeah. So you're taking into account he might move as a negative? Uh, I didn't take that into account because it happened after the season. Yep. But Well, for me, like, they went 20 and 46. It's, mm. it's a horrible season, really. Um, the fact they were the eighth seed last year. Uh, I think Derek Rose was great in his resurgence as a sixth man. Christian Wood, I think, has real potential. And I... Gave them a plus for the fact they got off Drummond and had mm-hmm. him as their starting centre. Mm-hmm. I think it's time now they move off Blake Griffin. Yep. Uh, he, he made just over $34 million this season <sighs> and will make uh, $36.5 million next year. Did he just get... He came back and did he, didn't he? did he just get injured straight away? Did yeah, he? Yeah, he, he's battled. But yeah. I think the fact, again, they're another team. They either need to commit to going for it which in the East is more plausible, or they just need to get rid of him and rebuild. Mm. Um, And again, another team that's in no man's land. So, yeah, D+, plus. it was a fail, but I think the fact they got off Drummond was a win for me. Yep, that's fair. Let's move ahead to the Indiana Pacers. Roy, where did you have them? Uh, I had the Pacers at a B, flat B. Yep. Flat B. For you? For me as well. I gave them a B-. minus. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'll kick this one off. I think they were incredibly valiant without Oladipo. Uh, they finished as the fourth seed. Sabonis had his first season as an all-star. And I know myself and a lot of um, pundits out there had the thought that they would struggle with Turner and Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Like I know I think the thought was one of them would get moved, but I think together they did tremendously well. Yeah, yeah. TJ Warren, what a story he was in the bubble. Yeah, even though it was a short amount of time, like you, yeah. can, and you he can't could, discredit his he run. He cooled down, didn't he, yeah. to a certain point there. But it um, shows he has the potential to do that on exactly, the occasion. Exactly, and that's what you want to see. Um, another player who can score on a nightly basis. Get, got swept by the heat. No shame <laughs> in that. Yeah, A little bit of shame. A little, a little bit of shame, but they did struggle with injuries. Um, it would have been interesting to see how they went in the playoffs and this season with a full, healthy squad. Yeah. Um, Nate McMillan, Gornis coach, big call. I think mm. it was that took me slightly off unjust the fact he didn't have a full squad. Mm. He's got them in the playoffs okay. every year. Um, but, again, he just felt like a coach who wasn't going to get them to the next level. Yeah. Um, so I, I gave them a slight downgrade on that. Yeah. Um, so B-minus, it's still a positive season, yet, um, yeah, 
not a great success. Mm. With the exception of the playoffs, they probably did overperform, to be honest. when Once Victor Oladipo went out of the squad, you probably would have thought of the Pacers as a team who were just hanging on to make the playoffs because, to be honest, at that stage, Sabonis and TJ Warren weren't proven players. Yeah. And they're still not proven players, but they've shown that they can perform when Victor Oladipo's out. Um, they are a solid team, and they probably will continue to make you know, playoff runs over the next few years based off what we've seen. Um, but, yeah, I think the main reason that I gave them a B was that they did perform really well without Victor Oladipo. And yeah. I guess if they had have gone further in the playoffs, they may have got a even an A-. minus. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't the case. Absolutely. Yeah. From you, and in my case, they just had... There's no other team that I could say this for. They just had a straight-up good run um, for a top-eight uh, team as well. We were talking about um, Sabonis and also Warren, but Brogdon as well, he, he improved during this season as well, um, mm. which is not the main reason, but uh, accumulates to the reason why I brought them to a B. Very good. Let's move ahead to the Miami Heat. Okay. Uh, NBA finalists, I gave them an A. Yep, I gave them a flat A as well. And I gave them an A-. minus. A-, minus. yeah, brilliant. Why was that, like? Well, I just think in terms of, like, in comparison to your A, I think our rating system might be a bit different. Um, but Jimmy Butler, he stood out as the main leader for Miami this season. The emergence of Bam did yep. wonders. He played amazing this season. They picked up Iggy, which was a very good inclusion um and obviously their young players um prove themselves and they're 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 a scary team um to look at 100 right i think if they didn't perform as well as they did in the playoffs this year i probably would have graded them as perhaps a b they were sort of middle of the road past obviously because they they were fifth in the in the east but the fact that they went on that historic playoff run made it to the nba finals which is just incredible um that elevated my grading up to an a um the bubble did truly bring out the best in players like jimmy butler who i think in that period of time between when the bubble started and the you know season ended he turned himself from a star into a superstar but that it also brought out players like bam Adebayo going from one level to the next yeah. um tyler hero kendrick nunn Ty, uh robinson duncan robinson yeah, yeah. d rob in particular he had a big Big um, uproar in the bubble. Yeah, like did he not? Sniper. No, he did. He, yeah. he did one hundred percent. For me, my A rating was based on the fact I think Jimmy Butler getting him. What a huge acquisition! And I think the yeah. fact he's perfect with that Heat culture. Mm. Um, at a bio, none. Hero Robinson, incredible growth from all of them. I think it was savvy business getting experienced vets like mm. Iguodala and Crowder. Um, finishing as a fifth seed is solid, and they did an incredible job in the playoff run they had. Um, it's a shame they suffered injuries in the in the finals and the yeah. playoffs themselves. Dragic would have been great to have seen how they went with a full squad, but uh, incredible season. I think they're in good stead for next next season. I can't wait to see what they do. Yep. Okay. The Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks. I feel like they might have? be a bit of all over the place. Yeah. Isn't what did you have, Lee? I gave them an A. Did you? Yeah. I right. gave them an A minus. I gave them a B minus. Ah, Nick. I saw this coming a mile away. Do you want me to start? I want to start. I want to start this. So, they finished with the league's best record. They finished fifty six and seventeen. Huge, which is amazing. Incredible. Well done. It automatically gives them an A rating when you've got a regular season. Not in Nick's eyes. No. Well, they were the red hot pick to make the finals and probably win it. Um, It's great. Giannis back to back MVP. Um, I I did. Here's why. 
I guess I downgraded them. I think Budenholzer did a horrible job of managing his players. Yeah. Like in the playoffs, when you're, I guess, slated to be champion or finalist at the very least, he just, he ran his, he's, he ran his roster too deep. Mm-hmm. Um, like Giannis, I think, played the least minutes for an MVP since Steph Curry. I think he played 30.9 minutes or whatever mm. the case, which is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, what was that? They were just playing such low minutes. And even in like a game where they were going to be eliminated yeah. the next game, you'd put them on for mm. like bloody 15 minutes. And we saw Toronto play Lowry for like 45 yeah. minutes. So I gave them a big downgrade for that. The fact I don't think they reached their potential. I take into account the regular season, but it's not weighted as heavily. When yep. you are really pumped as the champion just about and you've let down in the last couple of years, they're, I guess, making a habit of choking. Mm. I think this season is as a pass, like a C's a pass, yep. C plus, you know. But B minus, I think, it's a good season but a slight downgrade on that. Mm. They, sh- they should have been finalists at the very least. The fact they didn't make the conference finals... I think is a huge knock on them. And I, when, you, when you make fifty six and seventeen, and you don't make the yeah. conference finals, and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm actually gonna um, downgrade the Bucks after that. You've convinced me. I'm gonna probably go to, I'll, I'll go an A minus. I'll downgrade them a bit, but um, I think the playoffs are a big um, percent. Like I think that counts for at least like fifty percent of um, definitely. You know the grade, yep. and they just choked on that. And you made a good point in saying. Um, Mikey boy over there just didn't give them any minutes at all and that was just ridiculous but you can't discredit their um, regular season they were amazing they had the best record in the league Um, I'll stick with I'll go down to A minus and you make really good points Nick and uh, I'm the same as Lee like I almost feel like I should be downgrading them a tiny bit but I won't but I won't I'll stick to the A minus they they sort of strike me as those kids in school who got A pluses all year and then once the final assessment comes around they (laughs) just smash out and um yeah, they've done exactly that. They've they're, they're outstanding for that for the whole season. They've probably been the best regular season team for the last few years. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, it doesn't translate into deep playoff runs. If it did translate into deep playoff runs, they probably would have been upgraded to an A or an A plus, depending on how far they yeah. went. Oh. But the fact that they've gone 50, 56 wins is you can't you can't turn your cheek at that. No. I know they've I know they went out in the second round, but at the same time, it was to the Miami Heat, you know, that, which, yeah, was, which is a um, commentator a bit. But does it because Heat made it to the finals? Well, they did, but were we? They should have beaten them. They the should have. They no, were definitely, yeah, yeah. I agree, and I thought they would beat them as well. But as we saw, I think the Heat once they actually went into the playoff format. Were a completely different team to yeah. that fifth seeded team that they were th- throughout the regular season. Can I just say something? Ro made a comparison to um, school and all that. What team would you say, like, um, would you compare to your school grades? Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? uh, Probably uh, <laughs> Indiana. Oh, no. Oh, he's loving oh, himself. Oh, he's I can't say Boston. Oh, <laughs> my God. That's in the East. This guy. Um. um I reckon, on, like I did, I think I did well at school. Okay. I think I did well at school. Um, To be honest, I I tell you what, I would give anything to go back to school. Um, I know you guys have a young, younger sister, Millie. Shout out, Millie. Um, She's (laughs) in. She's in year ten, and I tell her pretty much every time I see her, like, enjoy school. Mm, It is incredible. It's the best time of your life. Um, 
Yeah, like yeah. school is good. Yeah. Ro, what's yours? Oh, jeez. I'd have to be... New York Knicks. <laughs> Come on, mate. Come um, on, man. No, the the opposite side of um, Manhattan, which is the Brooklyn Nets, I would have thought. Yeah. Just passing, just getting over the hump. Um, With a couple of spastics over here, aren't we? <laughs> no, you're kidding, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was probably like... The Nets or like the 76ers, like let me just say, so me, what you were really built up, like your potential, like you, no, people thought no. highly, <laughs> no, they didn't, and think you let highly. them down. Can I actually, I'm not going to share it on the podcast, no, do it, do it. No, I was gonna, to. I was gonna say, like, I did a couple of subjects that were really hard last year, I did yeah. um, biology, which is one of the hardest, yeah, and, I hated that. and like physical sciences, which I found really hard, yeah, and towards and I was so stressed out by the end of it, and I was like. I'm not going to uni. I don't need an A to. I just didn't do my exams. I didn't show <laughs> Did up. You, oh, didn't you do the exams? <laughs> no. Oh, why would I? Like you said that would oh, do no, me. You, I remember you telling me. I was about like, that. I'm not yeah. going to uni. Why would I stress myself out this much? Yeah, that's a, well. That's the thing. Like, I did really well. Like, a high school did great. College yeah. did well during the year. Yeah, and then but when exams, it came to exams, yeah. it let me down because when you got to sit there for three hours and concentrate, it's like, come yeah. on, like. The system is all over the place, to be it honest. Is. It's not a good system, but let's move on. So you are a bit of a Milwaukee Bucks yourself, aren't you, Nick? You perform <laughs> bail, well bail, throughout yeah. the regular yeah, season and bail when it matters. Actually, that's probably fair. Mm. That is fair. Let's go to a team that, I guess, failed in general. Um, the New York Knicks. Now, for me, I gave them an F+. Plus. I'm giving Fs left, right and centre here. I gave them a flat F. And I hit them with a F as well. Okay, well, I go... Uh, no, let me just say, it's hard not to give them an F. How the hell didn't you give them an F? Um, Go on, say, I... say what saving, <laughs> the saving grade. I'm just looking at my notes and I'm thinking, oh... Okay, so they fired head coach David Fisdale, which... Okay. Uh, yep. Probably that is what a little it is. Bit, yeah. They missed out on Kyrie and KD, which is... They built, they're fans. I would hate to be a Knicks fan because you were built up. They're mm. like, this was your year, this free agency period. You were set to go to the moon and back. Yeah. You missed out on all of it. And you hired instead a heap of power forwards. You got <laughs> Taj Gibson, Bobby Portis, Julius Randle, Marcus Morris. Like, why do you need that many power forwards? Yeah. What are you doing? What reason? I uh, didn't see much development from Frank. Nilakina. It's just Nilakina. Okay, good for you. And Kevin Knox. Um, RJ Barrett, I think, is handy, yet couldn't show his full potential based on his in New York, mm. and he need, he had the weight of the world on his shoulders. Yeah. Still think he's a capable player, so I gave them a slight plus for that. Uh, I thought Mitch Robinson is a positive. He had the mm. highest field goal percentage in the league, yet mm. he was just doing everything under the bucket. So yeah. Yeah. that's not a great positive, but I think he's got potential. Uh, big knock on them was the fact they've still got James Jop. James, James Dolan. <laughs> I don't want to even say his name. James Dolan at yeah. the helm. So F plus. I pretty much got the exact same notes as you just said. Then Nick um, players like uh, well, I think they got off to a terrible start when they signed four power forward center type players. Um, as you mentioned before, the players, the young you know players who they probably should be progressing, such as Frank Nilakina and Kevin Good. Knox, have just plateaued um, yeah. and probably probably regressed really. Um, and then you've got RJ Barrett, who's just not going to reach his full potential if he stays at the Knicks long term. Um, so I don't really see a light at the end of the tunnel for the Knicks. And I've seen 
not one player at the New York Knicks show a glimpse of hope of saving um, the franchise. And it is a shame. I say this um, quite often, but it's a shame because it is New York. It's the garden. It's a big market. And there's nothing there. You love to Mm. see them succeed, but it's just not happening this year. No, very good. Let's move ahead then to our next team, the Orlando Magic. God. What did you have? You say because I haven't got my notes. I'll kick us off. I just think the fact that a team this mediocre managed to make the playoffs has to be an automatic pass to begin with. Yep. You look at their team and you think, well, with the exception of Nikola Vucevic, it goes in a pretty um, downwards direction after that. Um, you know, you've got Markel Fultz, who's probably a positive sign, who also elevates them to a pass. Um, he sort of took strides this year um, when I guess originally we thought that he might be a bit of type of player who would bust. Um, but then you've got um, Aaron Gordon on the books at, at the same time, yep. and we don't know we don't know why they're keeping Aaron Gordon. He doesn't really provide a hell of a lot to the organisation. So you gave him a seat. I gave him a seat. He didn't say that. I was waiting for the. <laughs> I thought I said that. Well, no, you said you gave him a pass. So yeah. I, I oh, guess okay. I, yeah, I gave them a C as well. And I gave him a C. Made the playoffs, got swept. Uh, Jonathan Isaac losing, yeah. pretty much lost a season of development due to his knee injury. Came back in the bubble briefly, then and, went down with an ACL. And he was great in the bubble. He showed great uh, great glimpses in the bubble. He did, mm. but the fact that he's going to miss most of next season, that is brutal for him. Uh, the plus, Markel Fultz showed himself as a competent NBA player. Um, yeah. Still... He's not living up to the number one pick potential, but I think he is an NBA player now, yeah. as opposed to it looked like he might be thrown out of the league. And I think Aaron Gordon needs to go while he's still got some value. And I still think that my trade as SG for uh, Kelly Oubre should like happen because that would be a match made in heaven. Beautiful. I like it. I don't want to spend too much no, time get on Get off the bloody magic. Um, yeah. Let's move ahead to Philly. Oh. I gave them a C minus. C plus. D minus. Actually, I'd probably re- resonate more with yours, Ro. Uh, your fact for that? Uh, just another mediocre season from Philly. Um, another first playoff round, uh, first round playoff exit. Um, pretty much sums up their season. Um, you know, they probably should have done so much better with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid at the helm, but they're still missing, you know, a fair few pieces, and the pieces that they already have to complement these two players aren't going to cut it going forward. We, yep. we talk about Tobias Harris on his absolute ridiculous uh-huh. contract and Al Horford, who just looks slow and, to be honest, quite doughy and fat at the moment. Um, <laughs> Come on, now. Tell us how it is. He does. I he don't does. know if you guys have watched much of the Philly games this year, but he, he looks very slow and he almost looks like he's a... Um, he looks old. He just looks like he's about 43. He's a liability to that squad. Yep. Um, so, yeah, hence why I gave him a D minus. Certainly not a pass. Yeah, I don't think this lineup, like I pegged them as the number one seed, did not work out at all. I think the, like I thought the size was going to be an issue with Embiid, Horford, and these, I guess, mm. five big players, you could say, but Horford and Embiid did not work together at all. Mm. Um, losing Ben Simmons hurt in the playoff. They finished sixth uh, with a 43 and 30 record. I gave them a slight plus the fact that Thibault looks like yeah, a baller yeah. and Shake Milton is great. He's only on a tick over a million dollars a year, so I think that's handy business. Mm. Uh, Josh Richardson, a guy who I think for the most part Tobias Harris, is, Tobias Harris gets my kind of criticism, but I think Josh Richardson was a letdown as well. Yeah, yeah, for I sure. certainly thought from Miami he was going to be better. So, yeah, C-minus, it's 
It's not a pass. Mm. It's not a pass, mm. no. And I'm not really judging my grading off of um, my expectations for him. I think anyone that gets to the playoffs deserves a C, so that's why I gave him a C. I gave him a C plus because during the regular season they didn't play great, but they played, um, I'd say, a little bit above average. Um, obviously, they have things they need to work on. They need to get rid of one of their two stars, I'd say. I'd say keep Ben Simmons. Um, but I gave him a C plus mostly because of that name, Ben Simmons. He's he was great this season. His his drive was reminiscent of LeBron's. Um, his his shooting wasn't all that, but his passing was and his defense was. And I've gave him a C plus because of it. Beautiful. Let's not muck around. Let's move ahead to the defending champ. Well, mm. they're not they're not defending anymore, but they they were the defending champions, the Toronto Raptors. A minus. A. A minus from me yeah. as well. Yeah. Um. They lost Kawhi. They still look yeah. like serious title contenders. I think Nick Nurse was fantastic the way he kind of manoeuvred around injuries they had, um, and he's certainly leading the way in terms of coaching. They went to a game seven with the Celtics. Had Siakam have not been as poor as he was, I think they would have probably scraped over the Celtics. Mm. I think they got great development from unknown rookies in Matt Thomas and Terrence Davis. OG and Anobi stepped up. Um, Siakam, as poor as he was in the playoffs, he made his first All-Star game. Yep. Kyle Lowry is still a pig, so mm. I think they did an incredible job with what they had. I think my rating is just basically um, based off the fact that, they, yeah, they did lose Kawhi Leonard, who took them to that championship winning season. Um, I think most people would have thought that they would have dropped, you know, they probably still would have made the playoffs, but they probably would have been around the f- five to eight range. In the end, they finished second in the East. Um, they adjusted and they regrouped and, you know, they sort of bounced back when people thought that they might drop off. Yep. As you were saying, Nick, um, pieces like Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi were shining lights and they look like they might be the team, they might be the players who um, help this team continue to you know, have fairly good seasons going forward. Definitely, Lee. No, I pretty much agree with everything you said, you know, with um, the star play and Kawhi leaving, you'd think that kind of plateau. Not only did they bounce back, but in my opinion, I thought all the players on the wraps improved a little bit. Um, and, you know, they knew how to play without him because he had a lot of load management um, last year with them. So they're like, all right, we can adapt and adjust to this, mm. which they did. Definitely. Well, let's move ahead then to our last team. Your boys league. Yeah. The Washington Wizards. Kick us off. What did you have? Oh, you're not going to lie. We C minus. I had a C minus. Okay, well. cool, cool. Make that three C minuses. Good. Brilliantly. Um, obviously, they weren't that good. All right. They weren't yep. amazing. Their defense was got awful, but a big shining light they had. They had an amazing season in terms of um, their offense ability. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. 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 I, I mean, I would agree with the fact that Bradley Beal was amazing offensively. Yeah. Okay. I was. <laughs> in <laughs> terms Birdie, of Birdie Beetle. Birdie Beetle was. Um. He was. A, I guess a shining light. You could say he did show glimpses of being a promising player for the team going forward. The, the fact I gave them a C minus was because, well, they didn't make the playoffs, so I don't think it was a passable season. And B, they. They were eight. I think they were eight games out of the playoffs. To be honest, so they were they were literally one nowhere, and seven in the bubble. No, when right. near it. Yeah, yeah. But Brad Bill wasn't there, was he? Well, well. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess for me, they Bradley Bill asserted himself firmly as the number one guy, which I think they needed. Yeah. Um, and I think when Wall comes back, Bill is still the guy. I think getting Bertans from San Antonio, great piece of business, great yeah. pickup. Not many guys like that in the league who are that 
much of a sniper. So mm-hmm. I think if they can keep him well done, they must. Yeah. Um, yeah, every game was just a track meet, really. And yeah. the fact they played zero defense contributed to their poor record. Exciting yeah. to watch, though. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget that game against Houston, mm. 300 and mm-hmm. whatever amount of points, you know, it was, it was up there in the game. top 10 of all-time, you know, points in a game. Um, just kind kind of exemplifies what they were as a team. Yeah. Uh, Rui Hachimura, yeah. the rookie, was all right, but mm. he didn't set the world alight. So, but he's obviously going to improve. I was just going to say, yeah. um, unlike a lot of these other teams that we've rated uh, low grade, we we've got a couple of players that um, we can tell are going to improve, such as Rui, and even I was going to say Ish Smith. He was a shining light. Yeah, he was. He was. I, so. I feel like the bubble format had a legitimate impact on my. Gradings in the end. I think before yep. the bubble, I reckon the Wizards in my book probably would have passed. They were just hanging on to like being in the playoff race, but once they went one for seven in the playoffs, um, they sort of, yeah, well, they ultimately didn't pass, hence why I gave them the C minus. Fellas, we have done a great job. We have recapped all 15 teams in the East. Um, yep. Next week, we're going to do the West. I think that'll be a huge point of Big debate. West, yeah. Especially given, you know, how a lot of teams performed, uh, what went down. I think that's going to be a really exciting episode. So I think we've done well with the East. I think we're all pretty much in sync for the most part. Yeah. I think next week, there'll, it'll be a pretty spicy episode. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, we have recapped the East. Anything you'd like to say? Just shout out our man Tommy once more. Yeah. yeah so, guys... Um, we're going to promote it during the week. As we said, just before we came on air, we recorded, um, we guest appeared on a podcast TV on basketball. You can find them on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, the whole lot. Then uh, Spotify, obviously, and, you know, Apple Apple. Yeah, podcasts. wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, really enjoyed being a part of that. That episode will be up in about a fortnight, I think. Um, but we will certainly post that to our socials when it mm. comes out. Um, for anyone who's listening with us still at this you know, conclusion of the episode, you will no doubt have noticed that the quality has deteriorated. <laughs> has I don't know. I'm, God, as we speak now, I feel like I'm speaking really well, but, you know, when we listen to this back, it's probably going to be less than ideal. Um, yep, but that is the magic and power of alcohol. Our YouTube video will go up soon. <laughs> we will have that up during the week. You can see Ro and I, our sculling efforts. Um, congratulations to Ro, myself. Yep, Not thanks. such a great performance. I had a great performance. I jumped yeah, in. Yeah, you, you jumped in. You chimed in at the end. So stay to the end of the video to see Lee, sneaky little bugger, jump in. Um, but yeah, guys, do you have any final words? So I'll just quickly. So yeah, next I know week, you're not going to cut me off. I'll cut you off, man. So next week we'll have the West. Uh, looking forward to that. As we said, the week after, we're going to have a mailbag. So continue to get those questions in, in guys. We want to, uh, <laughs> that, that is a testament. That is a testament to where we're at. Um, where you're at, I'm chilling. Continue to get those questions in, guys. Well, uh, like I know myself, I'm really looking forward to doing that episode. Um, but yeah, Lee? Nah, it's out. That's all from <laughs> That's all from you, man. That's this podcast has gone for far too long. Um, we put in a respectable effort, I think. But, um, yeah. Anyway, on to next week. On to next week, guys. Thank you for listening. Continue to hit that subscribe button and follow our socials, and we look forward to bringing you our Western Conference uh, grades next week. Happy Talk bye. to you soon. Love you. Bye. You gon' have to go ahead and see what they know. That was all the time, it ain't no Roma City news. We gon' make it drop, 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 time.